0: He's talking tech with Teddy. Now,
1: here is your host, Teddy Allen. Hey, everybody. It's almost springtime. Uh, the excitement level is off the chain. Today, we're joined by Walker Birchfield. We'll do kind of a money night football introduction deal. Walker, what is your hometown? Clinton, Mississippi. And your high school? Clinton High School. And y'all's mascot was? The Arrow. The A-R-R-O-W? Yes, sir. We'll get into that more later. What were y'all's colors? Red, black, and white. Dang straight. State champions. We'll talk to Boomer Burksville about that. You're yeah. at Tech because you're on what team? The baseball team. And what position do you play? First base and DH. So. Okay. And you're a right-handed hitter. Yep. And if you're a left-handed pitcher... That means trouble for you. Yeah, trouble okay. for us. Tell, tell us the. <laughs> tell us this. Uh, we'll get into numbers and all that later, but yeah. you came to Tech from, you went to Clinton and then the Heinz uh, Community College, yeah. Tulane, and now you've been here
2: with us for a couple of years. This will be your second season? Yes, yeah, sir. And why did you choose Tech? Um, I mean, I had a relationship with Burroughs going back to high school. He, uh, he got the job here and then came over here on a camp. Met his him and his staff and liked it, and it just didn't end up working out. And then came – he went to – Landon went to my junior college, Tompkins did. Right, yep. Landon Tompkins, enough yep.
1: pitcher on the So set. he came
2: here, and then I got in the portal, and I hit Landon up. I was like, look, so how you liking there? He's like, I love Coach Burroughs, love everything mm-hmm. about it. He was like, I think you fit in well here. I was like, all right. So then reached out to Coach, and it ended up just working out, and I couldn't be more thankful. We're glad
1: you're here. We'll get into how – Boomer helped the team last year. You mentioned your buddy Langdon Langdon Tompkins, who had a good offseason. Yep. Uh, And he's another reason to be excited about this team, which starts next weekend, Friday, February 17th. The Bulldogs, um, who are picked to finish first in Conference USA, they're going to kick off the season with a 6 o'clock game against BYU. Saturday, got a doubleheader starting at noon. Take Sunday off because we're playing BYU. Yeah. And then Monday, play at six. So, four games against the Cougars. Then, next weekend, the 24th, 5th, and 6th, Nickel State and former pitching coach Mike Silva will come to town. So, that'll be fun. 257 3631. Calling out to the Love Shack and watch the Bulldogs. Why should I invest? If you're talking to a fan, or potential fan, why should we invest our time and effort into coming to watch the Bulldogs play this spring?
2: Well, I think we're going to have a good product on the field. Like Coach always says, you want to hustle and do all that. and That's probably one of it, but people want to watch winners. And I'm not going to guarantee a victory every time we step on the field, absolutely not. But I think we have a really good team, really good culture. We're going to be a fun team to watch. Um, We're going to be able to hit, going to be able to pitch, going to be able to play on defense. Like, They're going to play everything well. Um, I think we're going to win a lot of ball games, and I think we'd be a fun team to watch just because you want to come out to a great atmosphere. you love. got to love the Love Shack, you know. Tell us why you got to love the Love Shack. <laughs> well, it's got a great environment. It's one of those places that it's a nice stadium, and it's not super big to where everything's spread out. It's like pretty close-knit to where you're right on top of the players. All the fans have, like, a good connection. You can meet a bunch of people. It's like it's one of those special places, and when it gets rolling, it gets rolling for sure. I got a call from a buddy in South
1: Louisiana yesterday, and he said, hey, should I come up and watch when ULL visits this year what kind of park you got? What kind of re- I hear it's revamped. I said, no. <laughs> it's brand it's new. It is brand new. <laughs> I said, it's cozy, it's fun, it's broken in just right with a couple of NCAA regional teams that played in there so far. Um, nsu's coming here this year uh, air force is coming who the bulldogs played yeah. in the regional last year dallas baptist will be here sacramento state's coming in for a game in late march so two five seven three six three one um it's funny seven or eight years ago you wouldn't have thought tech would have had a problem selling season tickets <laughs> now there's a waiting list why do you suppose that is walker
2: well i mean you have First off, Coach Burrows is great at his job. He He's great with everybody. He's great with the people outside of the field and on the field. He puts a good product, like we said earlier. Teams want to buy tickets when the team wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how it is. And so he's getting winning teams, winning players, doing all that. But he's also being outside in the community, doing special things like SCA and things like that. And he's a great person in the community with a good family. So people like him and they like the team. So they want to come out and watch. Hey, you got a good staff with uh, Matt Miller, Cooper Fouts. Also, your hitting coach, talk about him for a oh, Coach Gaspard, <laughs> we love him. He is a character. Um, he always has something up his sleeve. He's goofy. He keeps the mood light. Um, but he's really hard-nosed, where if he needs to get on your butt, he will. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But he's one of those guys that's been around a lot of baseball. He knows what it's supposed to look like, and he'll call you out if it do not look like what it's supposed to, if you're having but if you're also having a bad day, and he knows that, and he's pretty, pretty lenient in that manner, he's he's one of the best coaches I've ever had, and not in the mindset of if we lose, we lose, but let's wake up tomorrow and win the next day. And he is. He's awesome. He he knows how to hit. He um, teaches us how to field, and he's one of the best I've ever been around.
1: Yeah, uh, he's really good about riding loose in the saddle, which you got to do in baseball. It's a lot of games, and you got to have a short memory. And um, anyway, and you got and you got to teach. Talk about what you've learned if you changed your approach at all in hitting since you got here last year.
2: Um, yes, a lot. So I mean, everybody knows the great Taylor Young, who he is, <laughs> and. I'll probably mention his name more because he's helped me out one of the most. Like he is the best person to watch and turn and, and sense so of you have to think you're the best player every single day. And I came from junior college to where I was an above average hitter and I didn't accept failure. I'd be one of those guys getting dug out, be mad. the Pitcher got me out. I'm like, I'm better than, than he is. And not understanding that in this game, you're going to fail. That's mm-hmm. just what's going to happen. And, So I eventually changed that mindset, and I was like, well, you have to accept failure, but not accept it and be like, oh, it's fine, but accept it and learn from it. Mm -hmm. So I did that. I didn't do that real well at Tulane. I just didn't do it. I was new to it. Feet wasn't completely wet in the game. I just really went where I needed to be mental and and everything. And came here, and Coach Gaspar has been a great mentor. And, look, you're going to get out. Just stay even. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't start off real well. I think my first two weekends or whatever, I didn't get a hit. Got my first hit was a home run against Southeastern. And then after that, he was kind of like, look, you're going to have success at this level. You're a good enough baseball player. Trust your abilities and trust your trust your instincts and just have fun with it. And I took that and ran with it. And um, I've just accepted the fact that you're not going to get hit every time, but just learn from the times you don't, and you're going to be better off from it.
1: You mentioned Taylor Young, second baseman, and then a shortstop. A wonderful player, Louisiana Tech. He's one of our all-time – Bulldog man. Yeah. He's gone now as long as 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 are some other players. Uh, but obviously since the Bulldogs are picked to finish first and against us just preseason season, haven't played a game yet, it says a lot about uh the type of talent that Tech's been able to bring in here. Yeah. And why you can't get a season ticket and why we got a waiting list. Two five seven three six 3-1 to come out and see Boomer and the guys play. Okay, Boomer, we'll talk about you specifically for a minute. Okay. Uh, you're 6'2", 235. Is that close? Yes, yeah, that's spot on. All right, we got – do you wear glasses during the game? You wear them off the field. I wear them all the time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you got the I've seen you've done a little bit different with your hair. we got it closer on the side. So I've had the Mohawk. It just depends right. when you see me if it's cleaned up or not. So It's, that's, it's very clean today. Yeah. Um, who's got the best hair on your team? <laughs> That's a tough question. You hit me with that one. Um... I mean, Taylor Young, you mentioned, has some nice hair. He can go short, he can go long.
2: Still had the nice ones, too. So, we got the flow, guys. We'll see. Phil still has the flow. Um, Matulia. Yeah. Um... Whew. Finch has got some long hair. Finch has got some long hair. It needs to be cut a little bit, but, but he's got some long hair. Jonathan
1: Fincher's got really thick hair. Left-handed yeah. pitcher yes. for the Bulldogs. He'll be pitching his last year. Another reason to come out and watch the Bulldogs play. Fair. Fair. she got some nice crops.
2: Oh, yeah. we, we Everybody's got some pretty nice hair. You now, we some hair. have some that's bad, but... Which she is. Um, we're not naming any okay. names. You had to go to the banquet <laughs> to find out. So, if you want to find out next year, you can go to the banquet <laughs> next year. But, yeah. Uh, difference in... Playing at Clinton yeah. at
1: community college. Then you yeah. said when you got here, even yeah. after a year at Tulane, you realized how much you didn't know. And th- and yeah. you're a good player.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, s- h- how did you handle that? I mean, did you say, okay, I don't know as much as I did, and there's
2: still a lot to learn? Or, it's definitely a humbling experience. That's good. Um, that's the best way I would say it. Because coming from Clinton, I wasn't a – one sport guy I didn't con- I didn't you had un- other varsity letters for the era. Yeah, so I didn't concentrate on baseball 100%. I was more I was actually more football. I'd play mm-hmm. football in the summer. I would spend all my fall I wouldn't touch a baseball bat till December. So you know, kind of fresh in it. And, and you're not, well, I'm interrupting that. Yeah. Football is important to the people in Clinton. Oh yeah. Y'all was 2017 state champs. Uh-huh. Your position was then I was a backup quarterback, and I punted. Okay. And I played special teams, and I, would, I was kind of like the utility guy. I played tight end when I needed to. Mm-hmm. Cam, who was the quarterback at the time, is plays now for the L.A. Rams, starting okay. running back for the Rams. <laughs> and whenever camp, uh, Cam, uh, Akers, Cam, Akers, Cam wow, Akers. Cam Akers, sorry. Pretty and good player. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> and whenever we'd get, like, inside the 20, uh, inside the red zone, I will go to quarterback, and he'd go to run in. And it was kind of like a bigger package. Like, look, we could probably move the ball during that. And I played – pretty much a good bit because we beat the mess out right. of people and you had to tackle one of y'all oh yeah that's basically the thought oh yeah okay and it was really fun
1: and enjoyed it learned how to win got on some af- good guys you couldn't afford to pick up a baseball then because
2: you no. had to people wanted y'all to win the state championship yeah it was really highly expected but at the same time we had probably one of the best football players ever in mississippi so it helps yeah that helps a lot so so basketball I did not play it. Okay, so you played baseball and football? Yes, sir.
1: Right. So when it got to be baseball season, your position was first base. Right. Yep, so
2: did that. And going back to the learning curve yeah, was humble. Yeah, so like I said, I played two sports, yeah. did all that. <clears throat> and I was like I was like, well, I had offers to play junior college football in Mississippi, which everybody knows is pretty competitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they even make shows bit. about it. Yeah, yeah kids, even Netflix shows about it. So I'm like, well, I really want, like, I think longevity-wise, baseball would be the best thing for me. So I decided to go the junior college route, and as good as junior college is, you're not 100% totally involved into the aspect you are here. It's, mm-hmm. it's totally different. Plus the pitching you see. Is different. Yeah, the pitching's a little different, <laughs> but at the same time, is you learn a lot more at this level. There's so many more in-depth classroom talks, film studies. You didn't have that at junior college. You just didn't. Coach well, be like, "All right, go, go with Junior college, college. exactly. Junior college. But don't get me wrong, I loved it. Sure. I'd go back to. I would go back anytime. And I love that place. About it, though, Absolutely, different. and but then when you get to the four-year level, when I got to two in especially, I started opening weekend in the middle of the lineup. Mm-hmm. And it was against UL, who is a pretty good baseball team. Really good. And I was like, "All right, well, let's see how this weekend goes." And I, t- I totally did not do well. I think I got one hit all weekend. Mm-hmm. And I came out the lineup, and I was like, "Well, dang! Like, I would like a little more learning experience." And it came with me sitting on the bench, learning how to play, take the game, and learning what failure looks like to understand, like, "Wow, I need to do this better. I need to mm-hmm. maybe." not hitting during practice, but hitting after and before practice makes a bigger difference. Working harder in some other aspects than others, and that's just what I totally learned, and being being with Taylor and all of them, just learning the ways of how to prepare and do all that's changed totally, and I think it's just made me better from it. Uh,
1: and I know you enjoy being around your teammates. What I get the understanding from, from being around the program the last few years is uh, I think Coach Burroughs and his staff make it a point that chemistry is a big deal. Absolutely. You. And you're with each other all the time. All the time. So even if you don't like a guy, you got to learn to abide. In. You have to adapt. <laughs> you have to adapt. 25 uh, starts at DH last year, three starts at first base. That first career hit the Wednesday night Tater mm-hmm. against Southeastern. What do you remember about that?
2: Well, I remember the first A.B. We're starting against a lefty. I started against the lefty mm-hmm. that game. And he had low VLO, probably – low to mid 80s but he loved to change up and he actually beat Ole Miss like I think the following week with that mm-hmm. with okay. that approach okay and so coach starts gets a lefty and I'm playing first base and <laughs> first AB I struck out on a change up right down the middle and I get it from coach Burrows. I'm talking about I'm getting my butt chewed out and he's like you can't take that change up down the middle I'm like alright coach like I just get. Oh, yeah, I took uh-huh. I didn't even swing. I was like, all right, coach, I apologize. Like, I will not let that happen again. So next day, I I didn't really tell anybody. I was like, I'm going to sit on this changeup, mm-hmm. which is kind of not what you're supposed to do. But I was like, I'm going to sit on this changeup. And he gave it to me, and I hit it out. And around the third, I was like, Yeah, coach, I told you I was going to hit that change up out. And he got back to the dugout. He's like, You need to stay even, kill. I was like, Well, you just chewed my butt two minutes before this about not hitting it. But yeah, that that was uh, that was definitely memorable.
1: Uh, and you say you're not supposed to sit them on because you look fast when you adjust the yep, changes. Absolutely. Okay. But it worked out that day. It did work out. Uh, in the middle of April or early April, you were hot as a uh, uh, fire in on a fever blister, I got a buddy who says that all the time. Eight for twenty over five game hit streak, yep. three homers, two doubles and ten RBI. Explain to somebody who doesn't play a lot of baseball what that's like being in a zone like that.
2: It's fun. You just show it to the ballpark and you're like, oh let's see what we can do today. Mm-hmm. But you always have to work hard while you're in it. You just can't take it and like, oh I'll just ride with it. You gotta you gotta work hard because it's like Coach Gaspar says you can go 0-4-4 one day, 4 for 4 the mm-hmm. next, and you have no idea what the next day in the game of baseball is going to bring you, which is why we all play it. You have no idea no. what the next day is going to bring you, and that's why fans come to watch because they're like, oh, man, they can beat that team 11 nothing one day, then two to three the
1: next. Yeah, and it's a real humbling game. You know, against Texas last year in the NCAA uh, regional, I think the Bulldogs had 13 hits. I should have went back and I watched the game. Yeah. It's only in a couple runs. Yeah. Uh, didn't get the hit when you needed it. And and left the regional the next day after a wonderful season. It can end real fast. How do you think
2: last year's experience will help you this year? Ooh. Last year's experience was awesome. Dog piling a Southern Miss in the conference mm-hmm. tournament, doing all that. But we got a taste of winning. You uh, we got it. they did before when I was here when you hosted the regional. But you got a taste of dog piling in the conference USA tournament. You're like, wow, that's a great feeling. But then you go to a place like Texas that holds 10,000 people, had all burrito, has a great baseball tradition he took them to the ropes for every round they wanted to and they didn't want any more of us and then you realize wow we're here to stay as a team you're like man we can hang out with the quote-unquote juggernauts of baseball which is texas and all those guys and you're like man we gave those guys everything they wanted for nine straight innings and they wouldn't want us to play us the next day and you realize well wow, we can play with any school in the country and i think you can bring that to this year. Is we don't want to end on that we want to go to omaha we want to go to the super regional we want to win all those games but more or less we know we can play with anybody in the country so just a hit or two away again
1: against the longhorns and who knows what would have happened after that it's a it's a funny game um y'all y'all don't shy away from omaha talk Mm -mm. and how does how does that help the team because it's it's nobody dodges it oh maybe we'll get Omaha. i mean that's the
2: goal that is the goal um well, first thing, Coach Scoop's done a great job of bringing great people in. We have great JUCO transfers and Dalton Davis and Hogart and great transfers and Will Safford and Raleigh Hector and those guys, and you can give those guys all the credit, but we brought in really good talent, and when you bring those in, you have to replace guys like Taylor Young, Still Netterville, and Ryan Jennings, I can't name everybody, mm-hmm. we ain't got enough time, But, <laughs> but we expect that now because we've seen what we've looked like in the past at this time, and... We think we're better than what we were years prior to at this point in time. Like Coach Burroughs always say, you don't want to play your base baseball in February and March. But really, we want to start off hot and teach ourselves, like, look, you can play with anybody because it's going to be a new lineup. It's going to be new arms on the weekend. Like, it's going to be totally new, but we can still have a winning culture here, and that's just coming from older guys. Bulldogs coming off uh, back-to-back regional
1: appearances and one conference USA – last year the tournament down in southern Mid. it was a fun fun day uh you had something to do with that and you got a pinch hit walk-off single to drive in two that was in the semis against ODU yeah uh tell us about that at bat
2: <laughs> well to be fair I really don't remember much from it because it's more or less coach Gaspar is like all right walker get a bat you're going to hit I'm like okay, yes sir you know and so I get up there and AD I think I love AD. He, so struck in, yeah, he struck out before me on three straight fastballs because mm-hmm. they're not going to throw a breaking ball or an off speed with the runner. Base is loaded, especially with the winning run because you just can't put that on your catcher, especially playing 20 something innings like we played that day. Mm-hmm. And This was the second game. Of yeah, the it's the second right? game. And so I'm like, look, they're going to come with the fastball here. And he did. And it kind of got in on me a little bit, kind of jammed me over the shortstop, but kind of got enough on it, did all that. And afterwards, I really can't tell you what happens after it leaves my back because I hit first base, and then I see Taylor Young come out there, and he just tackles me, and then we dog-piled. It was a great feeling, and it was something I'll never forget. And it was the next day that y'all won the tournament. It was the next day, actually. Next day, I still hit the walk-off.
1: So, mm. yeah, awesome. A lot of fun. I think the Bulldogs had got beaten two out of three uh, earlier the year, down earlier that year in Hattiesburg down there, and Coach said after the game we're going to come back here and play the tournament and that's, win it. And that's what happened. Absolutely. Okay, 6'2", um, 235, what's some of your favorite foods to eat?
2: Hmm. Well, when I was in Tulane in New Orleans, it was the seafood pasta. That's but being here in Ruston, hmm, I don't know. It's well, just, just
1: when you go home. What, what so is, when I go home, i like, mean, steak. Like,
2: like a steak, fried steak deer meat. Because, you know, if you kill it, you got to uh, uh, cook it. So we kind of do that and kind of... Send to the deer burgers and all that. So, yeah, anything that we really can kill, we like to cook it. You're a hunter and a fisherman? Apparently. Uh, More of a hunter. Okay. Not, not much of a fisher. I don't have the patience for that. Did you
1: get to hunt during the off-season this Absolutely. year? Absolutely. Oh, Back yeah. in Clinton? Oh, yeah. Well, no, yeah, and right outside here. of Clinton. Bolton, yeah, it. right side of Clinton. Uh, Boomer's great-great-grandmother, a lot of people don't know this, invented banana pudding there she did. And your <laughs> uncle, I think it was your great uncle, that invented the four fingered bowling ball, he's which of course, li- illegal in 32 states. He's lying. You, you just came from bowling class, is why I bring that up. That what, are you, what are you
2: learning in bowling class? I learned that you show up and you bowl two games and you get to leave. <laughs> okay. However, fast you get that done, it's however fast you get to leave. And walk the fence. You graduate
1: this quarter. <laughs> I do. You'll earn your degree in business management. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20 years from now, what do you see you doing? What, why did you get in business, and what were your, kind of your thoughts?
2: Well, you won't, I'll be honest with you. I, was I gonna do it. I was going to do engineering. Then I committed to Tulane. I was, like, looking at their degrees. So I'm like, well, I can't be a doctor, and I'm not going to be a lawyer. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll do go to business school. And they're like, well, this is how you're going to stay eligible. You're going to go to business school. Okay. And then once you get into that, and you're like, well, I kind of like it, which I want to one day is like manage my own company, do something like that, be a CEO or something like that. so where I can manage people. Um, that would be a goal of mine. You're in a wonderful
1: college, College of business run by uh, Dean uh, Chris Martin. Mm. whose middle son of three sons I got to coach for five years, I think in littlewood. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. Uh, so good for you on your degree. Thank you. And you'll take you'll keep taking some classes during the spring.
2: So, yeah, I'm in concurrent right now. So I'm in the master's school right now, grad school. So I'll uh, graduate this quarter, okay. and then I'll be taking grad classes in the spring. So it's going to be working out good. Good for you. Thank you. Uh, you're driving up to Tacoma. Yeah.
1: How's that? It's good. Is the ride rougher in a little truck? Than a big truck?
2: Uh, I don't No, Not really. Well, okay. con- When you get older, uh, it will be. Yeah, probably. Oh, my back might hurt. <laughs> Actually, I need to tell Dad that. Right. Get you a bigger Give <laughs> me a new
1: one. What do we listen to music ride? Oh, country. Country.
2: You can ask the team. All of them. I love country music. Every time we're like playing music in the weight room, are like, don't listen country. Have you ever listened to any 70s, 80s country? A little bit. Right.
1: It's just some Hank, Some Hank Williams. Good That's you. You.
2: Absolutely.
1: Good for you. What is your fun to do in town besides... Being at the Love Shack. Because Clinton is a bigger town than Russell, but it's not New York City. So you're used
2: to kind of the slower lane. I there. Am. And what I usually do in the, sl- the smaller towns like this, you know, back at home in Clinton, we have... We're a part of a camp, and I'd go out there and ride four-wheelers. We'd mess with food pots, We'd do that. we do all the outdoorsy stuff. Here... We really don't have a lot of free time, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. The fun stuff to do is you hang out with your teammates. You go out to eat with your teammates. You hang out with them. You watch football with them on Sundays and Saturdays. Like, hanging out with teammates is probably the funnest part, good. And – that's what I love about it. But honestly, most of my time is consumed on the baseball field, and I, I wouldn't want to have it any other way. That is why they call it
1: the team. Yep. And uh, the beautiful thing is, when this year's up, you're not going to stop being a team. You keep being a team. Yeah, that's uh, true. Latexsports.com is going to look over this roster that Walker's talking about. And by the way, we call him Walker. I'd rather call you runner or
2: hitter, first, Phil. Oh, yeah. When did you get tagged with Boomer? Is that what the guys call you? No, none of the guys actually call me that. It's just that was a Twitter name that – when you type in Twitter names back when, shoot, when I was a soft freshman or sophomore, it kind of like have suggested names, and I kind of picked that, and I was like, you know what? i just roll with it's it. It's Boomer <laughs> underscore Birch if you want to follow
1: our <laughs> guy on the Twitter.
2: Do, uh, do you have a nickname? Yeah. All right, so the team calls me Big Heav. and this is a hilarious— they call you what? Big Heav. all right? <laughs> and the funny thing is, I'm not the heaviest person on the team, so that's no. probably one of the funniest parts. But— First inter-squad last year, Coach Burrows gets in the dugout, and I went first to third on somebody in the inter-squad. Wow. It's kind of irrelevant. Anyways, get back to the dugout, and Coach is doing the post-inter-squad Discussion. We talk about how the inner squad goes. And he's like, Big Heav goes first or third and whatever. And it, it kind of just blew right past <laughs> my mind. didn't really think of it. Well, Landon Tompkins, being who he is, mm-hmm. just kept calling me that, calling me that. Well, then Coach Gaspar and LB kind of caught on to it. And then the whole team started calling me that. And it just kind of stuck. And, I mean, I wouldn't want to have it any other way. I mean, it shows they love me, right? So, I, I really don't care. Big Heav
1: works. Who is the heaviest our team? Probably Fincher. Fincher's bringing a load in there. Yeah, but he's a Friday night
2: starter and he's – one of the best in the country so he's fun <laughs> he he's needs exactly to the side he needs, he needs to, to do it.
1: what he needs to do it don't really matter he's exactly the side he needs to be bull the bulldogs again open up against byu friday february 17th they'll play friday a doubleheader saturday take sunday off and then play monday uh the weekend of 24th fifth and sixth nickel state comes to town six two and one are the times for those games six o'clock Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. And don't forget that softball's starting at the Billy, and that's going to be another fun program to watch. Okay, before we let you go, is there anything else you want to say to the Tech facing? Well,
2: I would just like to tell everybody that's listening and that's going to come out this year, thank you for your support. We couldn't do it without you guys, and we know that when we go to weights at 5.30 in the morning and we show up to practice and it gets long on the weekends and things like that, that we want to put the best product on the field for you guys, and We want to go to Omaha, not for just us, not for a sign on the baseball field Mm -hmm. or anything like that. It's more for, like, the city. I mean, they haven't really experienced anything like it, and we want that for everybody. We want that for every sport here, coaches and everybody in the city. We want to go to Omaha for everybody. And uh, we kind of embrace that, and we're really excited for it. So, yeah, just thank everybody for what they've done. Y'all play for each other. Also,
1: they're going (laughs) to be playing for you, Bulldog fans. Root for 14, Walker-Birchfield. Uh, are the big have for the big half until <laughs> we're all together again at the ballpark. Just Teddy Allen. See ya. You've been listening to Talkin' Tech with Teddy. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation.
2: Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate, not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car
0: in front of her.